0: Hello there, welcome back. This will be for Isaiah chapter 13. This is also uh, one of the scriptures found in the Book of Mormon, one of the chapters in the Book of Mormon. All right, verses 1 through 5, the Lord of armies calls forth his hosts. Verse 1, the burden, a prophecy of doom of Babylon, the historic destruction of wicked Babylon prophesied in Isaiah 13 and 14 is made typical of the ultimate destruction of the whole wicked world, which Isaiah, the son of Amoz, did see. Lift ye up a... Lift ye up my banner or ensign upon the high mountain or temple. Exalt or raise the voice unto, thee, unto them. Shake the hand. Ceremonial signs that they may go into the gates of the nobles. Temples. These three signs are evidence to the world of the truth of the restoration of the gospel. Lift the ensign, call with a voice, and beckon with the hand. Three, I have commanded my sanctified ones. Sanctified ones and saints are synonymously translated from either of two Hebrew words in the Old Testament. Jehovah's Sanctified ones are those who are temple-worthy, who actually attend the temple, and who are made holy by Christ's power. In ancient Israel, the soldiers prepared for the holy war by participating in holy rituals connected with the temple. In this dispensation, Jesus Christ's soldiers, members of the church, prepare for the battle against Babylon by participating in temple rituals. That was by Don and J. Perry. I have also called my mighty ones, for mine anger is not upon them that rejoice in my highness. The noise or voice of the multitude in the mountains, kingdoms of nations, like as of a great people, a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together, the Lord of hosts mustereth the hosts of the battle. They come from a far country. America is far from Israel, from the end of heaven. The end of heaven may simply suggest the farthest reaches of the earth. Yea, the Lord and the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole land. Verses 6 through 10 are the judgment of Babylon, the day of the Lord cometh. Howl ye, for the day of the Lord is at hand, the second coming. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. Brigham Young said, Do you think there there is calamity abroad now among the people? Not much. All we have yet... Heard And all we have experienced is scarcely a preface to the sermon that is going to be preached. When the testimony of the elders ceases to be given, and the Lord says to them, Come home, I will now preach my own sermons to the nations of the earth. All you now know can scarcely be called a preface to the sermon that will be preached with fire and sword, tempests, earthquakes, hail, rain, thunders and lightnings, and fearful destruction. You will hear of magnificent cities now idolized by the people sinking in the earth, entombing the inhabitants. The sea will heave itself beyond its bounds. Engulfing mighty cities, famine will spread over the nations, and nation will rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and states against states in our own country and in foreign lands, and they will destroy each other, caring not for the blood and lives of their neighbors, of their families, or of their own lives. They will be like the Jaredites who preceded the Nephites upon this continent and will destroy each other to the last man through the anger that the de- devil will place in their hearts because they have rejected the words of life and are given over to Satan to do whatever he listed them to do. You may think that the that the little you hear of now is grievous. Yet the faithful of God's people will see days that will cause them to close their eyes because of the sorrow that will come upon the wicked nations. The hearts of the faithful will be filled with pain and anguish for them. Verse seven. Therefore shall all hands be faint. Every man's heart shall melt. Faint and melt are synonymous. Both translated from the same Hebrew word meaning grow fearful. And they shall be afraid, pangs and sorrows shall take hold of them, they shall be amazed one at another, their faces shall be as flames. At Christ's coming the wicked will will have physical and emotional distress." 9. Behold, the people, or behold the day of the Lord cometh, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. The air will be filled with smoke and pollution, such that you won't be able to see the sun, moon, or stars. This could be because of the great earthquake when the continents are brought back together." Verses eleven to twenty-two: Judgment on Babylon. The wicked are punished at the second coming, and I will punish the world for evil and for the wicked of their iniquity. I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease, and will lay down the haughtiness of the terrible or tyrants. I will make a man more precious than the fine than fine gold, even a man than the golden wedge of Ophir. Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place. When the earth was framed and brought into existence, and man was placed upon it, it was near the throne of our Father in heaven. When man fell, the earth fell into space and took up its abode in this planetary system. This is the glory the Lord the earth came from, and when it is glorified, it will return again unto the presence of the Father. In the wrath of the Lord of hosts, and in the day of his fierce anger, and it shall be as the chaste roe or hunted deer gazelle and as a sheep that, that no man taketh up or no ga- or none gathers in and there and they shall every man turn to his own people and flee everyone into his own land. Deer are endangered when hunters are present, whereas sheep are endangered when the shepherd is absent. The wicked have rejected Christ, the good shepherd, as a guide and protector in their lives. When faced with natural disasters and advancing armies, people flee to avoid being caught up in them. The phrase from the King James Version, and it shall be as a chased road, does not refer to the earth, described in the previous verse as being moved out of her place, but refers instead to prevailing human condition. Verse fifteen, Every one that is proud shall be thrust through or pierced or stabbed, yea, and every one that is joined to the wicked shall fall by the sword. Their children also shall be dashed to pieces before their eyes, their houses shall be spoiled or plundered, and their wives ravished. Behold, I will stir up the meads against them, which shall not regard silver and gold, nor shall they delight in it. Their bows shall also dash the young men to pieces, and they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb, their eyes shall not spare children. They will they will kill for sport and Babylon Satan's kingdom or the world the glory of kingdoms the beauty of the Chaldees excellency the Hebrew vain glorious grandeur of the Babylonians shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah it shall never be inhabited neither shall it dwell in in from generation to generation, neither shall the Arabian pitch tent there, neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. But wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of doleful creatures, and owls shall dwell there, and satyrs, or he goats, or demons, shall dance there. And the wild beasts of the islands shall cry in their desolate houses or palaces, and dragons, perhaps jackals or wild dogs, in their pleasant palaces. And her time is near to come, and her day shall not be prolonged, for I will destroy her speedily. Yea, for I will be merciful unto my people, but the wicked shall perish. These destructions are the same that John recorded in Revelation 9, 11, 16, 17, and 18. So that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.